Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome, Ken Roshan and Amplify with Voice America. Excited to be here on 9-11 to share with my fellow Americans, my fellow veterans, and my fellow heroes that really care about this country and wanted to make sure the theme was loud and clear, especially since we're all going to be a tribe in a vision and a book that is coming out very soon. So welcome, Daniel and team. Thank Thanks you. for having us. So, Daniel, you. good morning. We'll, we'll start with you. I just want to say that uh, we have our, our sponsors, of course, are the Keep Smiling Movement and uh, Perfect Publishing and the Umbrella Syndicate. And we have a theme that I don't always get to share, but this is the Keep Smiling Veteran theme. So we'll have to make sure each of you are able to be photographed and put into this book about veterans that actually bring smiles to our country. So anyone that's watching this, if you'd like a copy, a PDF copy of some really amazing heroes in here, you will get this as well as when we include all of you, or as Granny would say, all y'all, uh, then we're going to have an update and we'll get that out as well. So, um, Daniel, how are you doing? It looks like you're uh, in Machu Picchu area. Um, actually, this is Asheville, North Carolina. It's a beautiful image in the back. Yeah, so do what I can with what I got with my virtual living space. <laughs> no, don't say virtual. Just don't fall back, okay? We don't want to lose you, all right? <laughs> So, uh, Daniel, it's it's so exciting, this project. I want to read your bio real quick. Um, Daniel's 23 years old. He's an Air Force veteran that helps others transform their lives from the bedroom to the boardroom. Currently is a podcast TV show, The War Hero 25 Superhero, which is a spinoff of his calling to help the military veteran first responders community thrive from the bedroom to the boardroom. Daniel's married to a beautiful lady named Michelle for over 16 years and has four kids in the uh, in the realm of teenager. And what's your, uh, what's your children's name? William's almost 16, about to drive. I might not have much life left. <laughs> Faith is 14, and then my twins, Hope and Trinity, are 13. Wow, okay. Well, big shout out to them, okay? And uh, I, I'm always excited when a, a dad is bringing up future veterans, because, you know, this is really a proud moment. This just came out a couple weeks ago. And all of you, all y'all, as Granny would say, are going to get a copy of this sent to you. This is my son's new book. It's his 12th book. And oh, wow. it's funny, but I was just in Dallas and I was speaking about what it is to raise a, a kid, a, a boy or a girl, into being someone that's proud of their country and someone that is uh, learning to communicate. And my son is uh, doing Boy Scouts right now. Last year, out of 2.2 million Boy Scouts, active Boy Scouts, he finished number 122, selling $8,000 worth of popcorn. And all y'all don't need to buy popcorn, but I know he'd appreciate it. Um, the other thing I just want to share real quick, because we're moving from book to book. So this is a gift I want to give through Kenny. This is his book about his favorite places in America. And what's interesting is on March 20th, uh, 2020, first day of uh, COVID, I asked Kenny, he was in third grade. What was the capital of the United States of America? And he could not answer that. And we were in a very good school system. So I said, I got some work to do during this uh, pandemic. And so he, he learned about all these places. We went up and down the East Coast to 
to meet them. But I wanted to, I wanted to say something about just a page or two that really kind of embodies the theme of 9-11. And his first page right here, he says, My name is Kenny. I was born on June 14th, Flag Day. I want to share some cool trivia about our wonderful country. Some people don't realize how great our country is. And I hope this book inspires them to have more pride. And so it goes on to show all the different places he's recommending you visit in this beautiful country. And then I don't know how many of you have heard of Mission Barbecue, but one of his favorite places, and we're going to Mission Barbecue today, <laughs> is a place that actually really celebrates our heroes. Yeah. So our 9-11, they celebrate all first responders and veterans. And the last thing I'm going to read from his book, and then we're going to turn it to do you, Daniel. So are you ready almost? I've been ready since I know you are. So Kenny, Kenny's, uh, Kenny's picture of 9-11, this is the 9-11 picture. He writes, <clears throat> my absolute favorite thing about America is that we honor and remember our heroes. They fight to keep us safe and, we're, and are willing to die for our freedom. This book does not exist without our heroes who serve as first responders and in our military. And the thing that's amazing is every time he wrote a book, that was his seventh book, and he got a letter from President Biden for it. He was able in two weeks to knock this book out completely knock this book out without any help from me. And so I just want to congratulate all of you for being authors. We're going to find out, is this your first experience being an author or how many books you've done or what your next step is after this book? But we're going to start with Daniel. So Daniel, um, where were you? I want to start off with where you were born and, and get a little, get the audience to know who you are. Yeah. So I was born in Rhode Island, smallest state in the United States. Providence is the capital. I know that. Um, salsa music and shootings is famous, at least from my generation in Rhode Island. So that's where I'm from originally. That's awesome. I was born in Warwick, Rhode Island. Do we have any more Rhode Islanders? Did we, did we attract some more Rhode Islanders to this? Uh, okay. So each of you will tell where you're, where you're from and don't feel bad. We're, we're going to try and fit you into that small state. And it's the only state that actually has on the flag hope. So it's got a, it's got a dual, dual cool aspect to it. So Daniel, what was, uh, what was your childhood like that caused you to be who you are today? I went through three major things. I went through uh, parents' divorce, a brother's death, and sexual molestation. So those three things shaped me initially to say F you to the world and F you to faith. Right. And when you go over and you lose everything in purpose and belonging, you either do one or two things. One thing is that you make a long-term decision for a short-term problem, or in my case, the Lord brought me into the military through a girl. <laughs> that was me. So I just went, and that's how I initially actually got in the military too, because everything was just gone. I had nothing. So once the Air Force recruiter said they had food and they had money and they had friends, I was out the door and everything else. I mean, Rhode Island's a beautiful state, but for me, it was not because I was in a horrible state. So that's how everything got started. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. It was the way how you take it. So I've taken the trials and made it testimonies, taken the pain and made it a purpose, taken the wounds and made it into wisdom. That is amazing. So I, I guess this is part of your vision of why you uh, created the book. Uh, the vision came out as a culmination of we started going over and helping out marriages with Leave No Marriage Behind, which will be rebranded uh, for also Veterans Day, December timeframe. And then we were working on leave no family behind. But when we got to leave no veteran behind, it's like, if it's all about me, then it's not about anything. It's about our veterans. So this was like the first actual collab book of three that we are now doing. And this is the first. Stood up, so. This is the first one. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's the first one. So we have two others that are coming up. Leave No Mill Spouse Behind. That will be Mill Spouse Appreciation Day in May. Leave No Believer Behind will come out Easter. So we'll have three collab books by summer of uh, next year. Well, um, Granny's twin sister came in. And so um, I know she's trying to get an extra plug so she can talk twice as long as anybody else. But if you want to just put video off on one of yours, uh, that would be... Oh, I only see one. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's Which okay. Which one do I see? I don't know. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll let you figure it out. We'll let Daniel actually share. Um, what Do you have the cover by any chance handy? I have a digital version of it. So let me see my photo because I pulled up our co-author, Robert W. Jones, first. So that's what I did. Uh, we were going to talk about him, but give me a second. All right. Let's see. Got so many pictures. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, How did you and Robert meet? Me and Robert met during Military Influencer Conference. So uh, last year, uh, me and him were friends in 2016 with a different event and everything else. And then over time, me and him connected and it kind of reinvigorated his veteran roots. He was in Marines in 1983 to 1989 during the Cold War and everything else. And it was a cold punishment for him for those six years. He kind of got burnt out and he was a really super geek. He's done programming for major companies and everything else and did a lot of things in the Marines, a radio operator, but he had a really bad taste in the mouth. So he kind of avoided the veterans for about 30 years and then realizes that, and he grew in the sense of, hey, it's some people are bad, but not all people are bad. And started realizing like he really had a heart for it and he started to work through that transformation. So as me and him connected, then we wanted to do a collab because most collabs, the disadvantage is, is not everybody's winning. If you know how to elevate yourself, like Ken does and I do, and the other one, they don't go over and win. They know how to say, hey, I have a book, but they don't want to get their voice out there. So me and Robert talked and we're like, let's do it different. Let's uplift their voices. Let's go over and give them a piece of the pie. Let everybody go over and win, you know, or an opportunity to go over and to win. So that's how we built this collab differently because each veteran owns a piece of it depending on what package that they go over and do. So if they actually want a revenue piece, so they're getting revenue. And we actually built it as a model of mm -hmm. revenue. Now we got an apparel brand and other things and we're building it as a community <clears throat> So they can thrive. So when you're supporting this book, Leave No Veteran Behind, paper or digital, whatever version you want to get, you're supporting 12 veteran families and also a nonprofit when you're doing this. That's awesome. So, uh, gang, I want to let you know that this is the, the beginning, obviously, of uh, a launch before a launch. I mean, we're going to be promoting this book for a couple of years. And although it was not approved to be in on the Jumbotron next week because we had a little bit of too much, too much, uh, too many names or something that was not clear. We are going to do it in December, December 6th, 7th, and 8th. We will be in Times Square. And by the way, in a way, it's even better because I want you guys there to witness it. So we're going to be putting it up in uh, September. We're going to the 9 11 um, Ground Zero area and we're actually going to the Today Show. So uh, if so it's going to be pretty crazy, all the things we're doing next week. So when you go in December, we'll set up a, a Today Show experience in the plaza so that we can all celebrate the book, celebrate each other, and really get the message out there bigger. I, I believe so much in compilations. So when Daniel called me, I was so excited to be in any part of this, this program. Our very 
we've done a lot of compilations, but we really learned the mastery of doing compilations, which is why uh, Daniel and I are, are really excited about working together on future projects as well as this one. But this bad boy here um, is a hardback copy and it has sold so much, but more importantly, it has is, is just brought so much traffic to perfect publishing because we came up with five things that you can do with a compilation book that sometimes are really being left behind or not being taken advantage of. We, we do the education piece. We do a two-year book tour. We uh, teach how to network with the book, how to market with the book, how to refer each other with the book. And most of all, how to stay connected, how, how to turn a tribe. And so a lot of compilations, not Daniel's, but a lot of compilations, it's really, you write your chapter, there's a Amazon launch, you don't get to know each other and it's okay, thanks a lot. And it's done. So I'm, I'm excited Daniel was embracing the fact that we really want to take this on a tour. And for two years, you guys are going to share with us uh, where you live so we can add those cities to the tour and, and make this really a very robust marketing experience for everyone. So Daniel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually leave it to you to, uh, well, first of all, share a little more about your partner since he's not here right now. And then I'd like to turn it over to you as the host, co-host, to help bring each person in because you do know them a bit better than I do. Of course. So this is the cover. I'm going to see if I can digitally get it. Leave no veteran behind. Go to our Facebook, go to our LinkedIn, go to our Instagram, go over and find it there. Uh, we also have a thing. We'll put links. We'll put links too. Yeah, of course. So that's the reason why the Jumbotron took a little longer because we actually first, one of the first few books at Compilation put the people's name in front. And yeah. that's another thing that gets lost in Compilations is that you're in there, but you're in there maybe 500, 1,000 words. So, uh, so yeah, let me give you some backstory of Leave No Veteran Behind. So, again, when I got out of the service, uh, carrying, so we talked about my three brokenness issues and then working through those brokenness issues. A lot of veterans come into service with those brokenness issues, and they don't work them out. So it compounds. They go through divorces. They go through financial trials. They go through all these things. And then they just get out and get told to transition out. If anybody's been in more than like two seconds, you hear like, oh, go to TAPS, which is a transitional assistance uh, program and service. But the thing is, is that a bunch of information is not transformation and we'd never go transition back. It's completely asinine. That's like saying I became a dad. And let's say, unfortunately, let's say my son or daughters go to heaven. I'm still a dad. I don't go backwards and become like a single man. Or if you go through a divorce, you don't go and be like, yeah, I was never married. It's annulled. It didn't even exist. No, we have to transform from those pains, from those hurts and from those wounds to have a testimony and a purpose. So I wanted to share those stories. So we looked for 12 vets, including myself. And that's how the whole copulation got started is they're sharing their transformation. Granny comes from, you know, an MST background. And then you have Yanisa going over and sharing her wisdom from being in the Air Force. Jeff shares a transformational story from coming from the Navy. And Mike, I just can't, I'm so mind blown when I read his chapter. He's going to tell more about himself. And he's transformed even in the past few months because the last time I saw him, he had literally very little hair, no beard. So he's really embraced the veteran transformation. I'm staying clean, sorry, but you got it well. You got it well, brother. So how'd you attract him, Daniel? Um, we, it's taken me 11 plus years to grow this brand. So I was originally doing marriage ministry out in the churches. I hit about 3000 churches in about a year and a half period about, and it did 250 in about 60 days. And after getting a lot of no's and everything else, and a lot of trials and 70 different jobs, I broke my back in 17 
that's when I really got the calling and awakening. I'm like, who do I serve? Do I serve marriages or do I serve my military people? Because, and quote unquote, they're, they're left behind because they don't know the access. They don't know the resources. So over time, as I gone over and got out there for content and doing war hero to superhero, working on a digital TV platform called Legrity, I used to be the director of IT. It's these little steps that have grown and learned how to speak and teach and write and all those opportunities. I got uplifted for our first book, Leave No, um, Leave no Marriage Behind. Um, that was a huge one in 20, uh, 2017 to write it. So just inch by inch is a cinch and just loving on people. Like if you text me, I'm actually communicating with you. ADHD helps, but I've built these relationships over time and actually got to know them and then offered the opportunity and wanted to be authentic and real. Cause that's the other thing too. A lot of companies will real quick sometimes pitch you, but they don't get to know you. Mm. They want your money. They want your resources. And Ken's the same way about loving on people. He was authentic when we met. He like, he saw it in my background and then we connected and he was more about the connection than about the cash flow. And that's what we're here for is about the connection to help you thrive. And then the cash flow comes compared to get the cash flow don't have the connection, and then you just lose everything. So that's a culmination of how we all met. We do monthly masterminds too in education. We're also meeting up at the Military Influencer Conference, and uh, it's just a bunch of other ways to connect. When is that? Yeah. When is that uh, conference? Oh, there's still tickets available. So if you're watching live and you are a military veteran or if you want to go serve military veterans, that is November 8th through the 10th. If you are a VIP ticket, it's November 7th to the 11th. Uh, you definitely want to go grab your tickets now. Last I knew there was like nine VIPs left and about 90 regular tickets left. Uh, they have about 60 to 80 vendor booths. We have a vendor booth out there for the Leave No Veteran Behind. And also with Robert W. Jones, he runs iNetpreneur. So it'll be an umbrella table. Um, I got blessed to be the number one influencer. So if you are there and you connect to me, I'm going to connect you with the resources that you need. So we're there to go over and to grow and break the stigma of it's not transition, it's transformation. And how do we get you to go over and to thrive despite on whatever trials you go through? So yeah, that's November 8th through the 10th of the main body. If you're VIP, it's 7th through the 11th. And what city? Uh, that is Las Vegas. So come over and cool down with us. Uh, you're probably going to be cold in the areas that you have, but when you go to Vegas, it's going to be beautiful. It's dry heat. So you get to roast like an almond. So come on down. It'll be at the Resorts World Hotel. Cortez Rig is a 100% disabled vet that started this because he wanted to rewrite the script after being, and he, I guess he got out as a command sergeant major, if I remember correctly. And well, he's go. the one that started that brand and it took him several years. And now a lot of the major military players, like we are the mighty and other players are in the game. So it's fruitful. You get to network, you get to connect and you build a community very similar to the same. They, they do it amazingly from the digital side and from the personal side. Phenomenal. So let's get our fellow veterans and authors on this show. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you to please introduce them and uh, then I'll, I'll ask them two or three questions each. All right. We'll start with Jeff Hall uh, coming from the Navy, if I remember correctly, in a beautiful suit. I am so underdressed. So, Jeff, you are now the host. So, we'll start with Jeff. <laughs> I just look my best today. Thank you. You certainly do. And, and I see a, a flag behind you. Yep. Yes, I'm in my office here in New Hampshire. And so, that, that flag looks like one of the historic American flags. Yeah, so it's a little a little weather. That was the intention. 
I picked it up from a shop in northern New Hampshire up in the, uh, in the mountains. Caught my eye. My, I know exactly where I'm going to hang this. Well, we need we need a little lower so we can enjoy the whole flag. But uh, uh, are you? This is your first authorship? This is actually my second. My first one was um, a book collaboration with Robert Jones. Um, and that was the um, Art of Connection, 365 Days of uh, Transformational Quotes. So that was released in January. So that was my first experience. Um, I got a page, I got a day in that book. So that kind of really broke me into it. And then when the opportunity was presented uh, for Leave No Veteran Behind, um, I was a little trepidatious. You know, because the, it was a much bigger writing project, and they would also be be a little more share a little more. So that that felt a little scary. You know, how much do I want to share? What do I want to share? Um, and you know, and how do I put this together? But the 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 fear quickly went away, and Daniel was very instrumental in helping me to just you know kind of ease into it a little. You know, um, with more comfort. Well, I want to say you have a phenomenal haircut. I commented on it uh, and complimented you before the show. Uh, and I got to say, Daniel, I, I don't think I've ever had a guest that had a big enough coffee mug that they had to hold it with both hands and there still was a need. What is that, like a 40-ounce coffee cup? My kids steal my cups all the time and all types of things. <laughs> I get something. So this goes over and hydrates you. So I used to have a Leave No uh, Learn and Live cup. But my son tried to be a hero to clean it, and then it broke like a zero. So if anybody wants to redesign me a new cup, I am all for it. Because this cup is monstrous. It's almost arthritic, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, uh, share with me um, your, I, I guess, your feelings about our country in this day in particular. Um, I'm concerned a lot of days. It's uh, things have changed quite a bit from the time I was in, and even retired in 2009, uh, to where things are right now. I I was very passionate about my service. I'm still very passionate about my service, um, and and proud of it. Uh, my ideal was to fight for a, a, a tighter nation, and it seems we're you know far more divided these days. And I had hope for more unity. Well, a house that you know, uh, a house divided cannot stand. Mm -hmm. So my biggest, my biggest hope, especially as we remember this, this day, this is monumental day, is that maybe we can go back to remember, you know, our foundation, where we came from, and you know, and why we should be more unified. And what is um, your spread love? And uh, in, in a quick minute or so. What, what was your chapter about? What did you share? So my, my chapter was largely my, my journey from a bit of childhood and the challenges there growing up in the projects in Chicago. Um, entering the Navy at age 20 with a family. My daughter was two years old. And I was looking forward to just a, a better way. Uh, a lot of things that went, that, that escaped my view as far as challenges that I was having, some of the uh, choices that I made and continued to make that didn't serve me well. Um, and to, to finally ultimately tap into the superpowers that I do have within and, you know, and including important that growing up and my family that really are a huge, you know, reason I'm here today and it's productive and being able to do, do the things that I am today. 
Um, so I was able to identify some of the things that held me back, as well as some of the things that really propelled me forward. And those are the things I lean on today. And I still just continue to grow and learn and, um, and, and help others along the way, too. That's a huge part of it, service. And it becomes part of your DNA once you spend that much time in service. Well, uh, we're going to be going to break pretty soon, but I do want to get one more question in. Uh, it's what did you learn by doing this chapter, and what do you hope the reader learns? I learned that I do have a lot to share, and I'm I'm excited to share more in in the near future. It's opened me up, um, and I'm learning also that you know we're we're tired to we especially veteran community we have off by way of support, growth, love, and a lot to bring to the world at large. Very good. Well, uh, during the break, we'll check your audio. It's going in and out a little bit. And uh, Daniel, we're going to be going to break in about a minute. So I don't want to start something off with just an intro and no questions. So um, when we get back from break, we're going to hear from the other three and we'll be hearing not only their authorship, their message, but their feelings and thoughts about our country and uh, this this particular day, this this day we have mixed feelings about. And this is a show is brought to you by Perfect Publishing the Umbrella Syndicate and the Key Smiling Movement. And uh, we always give a, a lovely shout out to Jeff Spinard in the sky, looking down on us, who gave us this vision, this platform for uh, 300, and, 300 or so hosts to give have a voice in America. So we'll be back in about two minutes and we'll see you then. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. 
That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Hello, Ken Roshan and Amplified Voice America. Excited to be back with our veterans, our heroes, and our co-authors in no, Leave No Veteran Behind. Very excited project that you will hear a lot more about, and we will be giving you links. And maybe even today is a good day to maybe even give them an ebook. You think we can give them maybe a free ebook, Daniel, for anyone that was listening today? Think that uh, we don't have it up and rolling for Leave No Veteran Behind. How about, how about this deal? Anyone that... Uh, it, actually inquires or requests that we'll we'll give that as a future present for, in honor of this day is that cool yeah, sorry awesome. sorry to put you on the spot but I, I i think it's a cool thing to give um and in, anyone today that is uh asking for that book we'll at least give you a gift today we'll give you kenny's book and we'll give you this is just launching your deck deck of success rich parsons uh brought together 52 people and it's going to be a deck of cards a physical deck of cards and each person as their picture and what their card is. So I've talked to Daniel, just so you guys know, I've talked to Daniel as he builds this program out. We'd like to make a deck of cards that accompanies this, which keeps the message and keeps the connections kind of high and cool. I mean, can you imagine just picking a card out and say, oh, it's um, my turn to call Mike today. Mike's going to be the one I call today. So uh, kind of a different experience on networking. I, um, by show of hands, I'm just curious, any of you in Boy Scout were in Boy Scouts or were in Girl, Girl Scouts? Okay. I was just curious because when, uh, when I looked up, uh, my son needed some content of why the scouts are so important. It's about 35% of the West Point uh, Naval Academy, all the academies are previous uh, Boy Scout experience. And they, they get kind of a quick end because they've been training in uh, moral character development, leadership, et cetera. So uh, excited to move to our non-bald veteran here, uh, Mike. So Daniel, would you give a nice little uh, bio for him? Yeah, Mike's a member of the Pasquale Yaqui tribe. And if I hack it, I apologize in advance. Uh, and he's also a proud combat veteran hailing from my past state, Arizona. Those two things are enough to go over and share. Mike can share the rest of the wisdom and his transformation. How are you doing, Mike? Good, Ken, how about yourself? Well, I'm, I'm excited to meet all of you for the first time, and I'm excited that this is going to turn into a bunch of friendships and probably a bunch of abundance and impact as well. You know, I before you share about your authorship and your message and where you're born, I just want to say this is what you do with a compilation book, is you create relationships with other leaders and you change their life. I mean, if if we weren't in this book together, how could the show happen? So, uh, Daniel, mad props to you for putting this uh, show together and also putting the book together and your partner, Robert. So, Jeff, I mean, Mike, tell me about where you were born and, and what your childhood was like with regard to how did it cause you to be who you are today? Um, so, I was born and raised in a small town in eastern Arizona, a little mining town, uh, raised by hard rock miners uh, and farmers. So, uh Grew up knowing what hard work was like, um, bailing hay, uh, moving literally mountains of it. Um, I am a Native American, a uh, member of the Pasquayaki tribe, like uh, Daniel was, was trying to pronounce, which I, I very much appreciate him, him doing his best. Um, but uh, growing up, um, almost all of my uncles were service members, veterans, uh, mainly of the uh, Vietnam era. Um, so I grew up 
hearing of their stories. I didn't get their stories from them firsthand very often because they didn't share them very often. Um, that era and particularly our country's history was a very tumultuous time. And for a lot of veterans coming home, it wasn't, you know, um, a ticker tape parade. Um, they, they weren't embraced in the way that I know I was when I came home. But I definitely experienced the pride and the love and the appreciation in my family for their service. And growing up and seeing that, experiencing that, had a, had a very deep impact on me. Um, one, one, wanting to be a member of, of the warrior class of our society, the, the folks that'll, you know, put on the armor and step up and say, I'll, I'll, I'll be on that front line. Like I'll mm -hmm. sacrifice whatever it takes for my country, for my family, for my community. Um, I, I very much wanted that, but also the, the respect and admiration um, of, of my family that, that came along with that service that, that I feel now that I didn't appreciate when I first came home, even though I wanted it so badly. Um, oftentimes, you know, it's, it's hard to connect with the thing that you want most in the world. You know, it's, it's hard to feel love. It's hard to feel acceptance. It's, it's hard to feel empathy from other people. Um, and, it, and it was a, a long journey. And even, you know, writing um, my chapter in this book is, is a part of my journey, you know, opening up with my story so others can connect to it and, and hopefully have a positive impact in my, on their life. Well, that was a wow for an intro to you being on the show. And I just want to thank you for those exact messages because it brings to a point when I was teaching in PG County and they found out that I had been in the military that I was in the uh, army uh, transportation corps. And they said, why would you sign up for that? And I said, well, my dad was in Vietnam and I, I feel it's the thing to do. You just, you, you give, you live and you learn because you are serving. And so all the kids, all 150 of them said, I would never sign up. I would never want to die. And it's not about wanting to die. It's, it's about what you talked about. It's about being that warrior. It's about, doing your part. And if no one did their part, we don't have a country. So I'm really glad you brought that message up. So tell, tell what you learned, what you shared in your chapter and what you hope the reader gets. Um, so this was my first experience really like I've, I've written a few small pieces for my local paper. Um, but I never really got in depth with my story, particularly around my development as, a. A leader or you know um even you know uh someone who serves their community so it was it was a really eye-opening experience going through not only the chronological order of who i was and who i am but starting to understand my development as a person um it's you know it we're always hardest on ourselves, and I'm definitely one of those person, um, one of those people that that will always be the hardest on himself. And so I actually wrote this chapter twice. Uh, the first time I wrote it, I wrote it way too long um, because I just started getting into it and I just like let it roll. And then pretty soon I was at like twelve thousand words, and I was like, "This is too big for this chapter." Hey, Mike, you did, what you did was you started writing your your full book. That's all. That, that's that's exactly what Daniel said. Daniel said, well, it sounds like you have starting content for something else. And I, I, yeah, I Mike, I, you have to you have to hear this. I have to cut in, man. Yeah. If you when you do your own book, 
you can copy my son and just have your hair like that across your oh, <laughs> oh my god I got, I, got, I got the look i know i see that that's amazing so that isn't that cool though when you when you write and you're just downloading and you're it's therapeutic, but it's also you're stepping into your power and you're stepping into being a, a leader that communicates and inspires. So I'm excited about where this takes you. Uh, tell what you want the, the reader to get and learn. And... Um, well, so for me, I, I guess kind of the unique part of, of my story is like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a grunt I'm I'm a combat veteran. I'm I was enlisted. The highest rank I ever had was E4. Um, I was never a non-commissioned officer. I never had uh, you know any any high status in the military. So I know what it is to be that guy that's just on the front line doing his thing. And I think there's a lot of people out there in this world that are just like me. That there's not a a whole lot of content out there from guys that are like them. Um, I actually referenced it in my chapter being a member of the E4 Mafia, which if, if you don't know what that is, that's uh, one of the uh, driving forces within our military of, you know, lower enlisted who just are out there getting the job done. You know, they're not worried about rank or status. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're there to do their thing and they're very good at it. And, and I, I feel like there's a lot of people that'll connect with that, but also my experience after I came home, you know, I experienced homelessness. Um, I had a long chapter of my life where I was very certain that I was going to take my own life and I was ready for it. Um, I didn't know what day I was going to pick. I didn't know what the situation was going to be, but I was ready. I was, I was ready to go. And what changed it? Um, s s learning that, when I serve others, I'm at my best. Like if, if I try to live my life for myself, I'm not going to make it very far. But if I put my community and my family at the forefront of my mind, I'm gonna wake up every day motivated and ready to just get out there and kick butt and do amazing things and make connections and share my story. And now that I'm, past those stages i'm ready to share my story and and try and hopefully you know put that ladder down and and help other people out of the hole well thank you brother i i am excited about meeting you in the in the book tour what part of arizona are you in um so uh, uh actually i i moved back to my hometown so i'm, I'm back here now um it's called What's superior it? it's superior. a small, small mining town just east of phoenix maybe an hour east of Phoenix. So we're, we're far enough away that you're, you're out of like the big city. We're up in the mountains. We're about 10 degrees cooler. So it's a, a little bit nicer in the summers. Not much. It's still, you know, 105, 108 degrees, but uh, it's a little bit better than 115, 118 they get down to Phoenix. Well, gosh, the name of the city, that's, that's gotta be on the map for uh, the book tour, the superior <laughs> stop. And that's awesome. And we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it in Phoenix as well. So, uh, Daniel and I are going to be mapping out the two-year, uh, what we're doing already and how we're going to integrate this, the cities you guys are in so that everyone has a voice and also, more importantly, that we wake up the community of, of the here you are. So thanks for being so vulnerable and sharing, Mike. I'm, I'm glad you've made choices to serve and, uh, in our country, but also after our country uh, service. So thank you. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. Daniel, who would you like to uh, have next? 
we're going to go with Yanisa. So she transformed from the Air Force to the bio is so long and amazing. I'm going to go really short of it, <laughs> but uh, she's in real estate. She's a NLP master coach, which I covet and want to do. Real estate investment coach, real estate investment, just a lot of amazing things, a lot of amazing numbers, a lot of amazing people she's influenced so she can go over and get her message out there to a bigger audience. So what is yours? Isenia, how are you? Is that correct pronunciation? Okay. So where, where are you located? I think you're mute, by the way. There we go. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you so much better. I'll tell you, if you had had three minutes of keeping that on, that was going to be really tough for us to read lips. I mean, I don't know how to. So, so welcome. Welcome to the show. And where are you calling from? I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. So we, you got people re representing all over the place. Daniel, that's awesome. Jeff, where did you say you are? You're in New England? I'm in, yes, New England. About okay. 40 miles outside of Boston. All right. Well, how close are you to Times Square? Are you going to come down and say hello to us next I'm week? So. I'd love to see that. All right. So, Yesenia, tell us about uh, your, your childhood, what it was like to cause you to be who you are today. Yes. Well, I'm originally from uh, Luquillo, Puerto Rico, born and raised in Puerto Rico on an island. And uh, I came to the U.S. when I was a uh, little bit shy of 11 years old. So I uh, learned English uh, and uh, graduated high school in the Tennessee area. And then that's when I went to MEP. Uh, I decided to go right after high school. I was 20 years old when I joined the Air Force. So um, childhood was wonderful. Uh, and also very humbled. So when I came to the, the U.S., it's when I realized, oh, I'm a little bit different. <laughs> I speak different. I dress different. Uh, I have a different accent. Uh, I didn't understand uh, the twang. So I actually learned how to read lips. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, I could read lips across the room if you were talking to me. So that's actually a good thing. Because uh, you know if someone's talking about you. <laughs> How did you learn that? Just I had to read, like, look at their lips to learn English and really see what what the words were. That's that's all I can connect it to. So, so, it, so if Granny uh, is on mute, you'll translate for us when she's talking? I possibly could, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so my son, uh, my son and I learned sign language. I had taken it in college, but I would forgotten everything. So we communicate by sign language when he's on the bus and he's taken off. I'll do like some kind of question or something. Like that, and he'll give me the answer. or He'll go thumbs up or something. Like that. So uh, that's a great, that's a great skill to get lip reading. Yes. So in case, um, you know, I have to learn this in case someone mutes. I, I want to be able to be ready right in the show with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, tell, tell us what you did in the military and what, uh, what today means to you. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to be on uh, Sam Fox mission as a flight attendant for vice president mission. Uh, so I got to travel the world, um, which was amazing. And that's actually where just my patriotism came alive, right? Uh, right before that, I did Honor Guard. And after that is when... Traveling all the world, seeing, seeing, seeing what the rest of the world really is and what's out there, um, the 
the level of countries and the poverty really opened up my eyes as a young 20, 20 something year old and seeing that. And uh, it gave me the, just the, the honor and the proudness to be representing our country. You know? mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. Where, where was that? Where was that place that you saw that that massive poverty that affected you so much? Oh gosh, there's many different okay. um, Bangladesh, India, Africa, mm-hmm. uh, Asia. Some places in Asia. Yeah, totally. It's, okay. So you've been? Do you have a country count? How, how many countries you've been to? <laughs> I I stopped counting. Did you? <laughs> I have. I yeah. I have over probably over close to five thousand. Uh, flying hours, four thousand wow. something hours. So we went to a lot of different places. Um, and you, you got to see, you had to get, actually see them a bit, get out there and see the country. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, a lot of our work was really on the plane. Afterwards, we were able to explore, so that's a good thing. Uh, and also just to see what what reality was for people in those countries, the community, the people. Um, so I think we, even today, we're very fortunate to, to be here and to call our America ours. So Mm -hmm. I'm still very proud, no matter what other things are out there. I'm very proud and I love our flag. And what did you share in the, the chapter? What'd you learn? And is this your first authorship? So this is my first a uh, collaborate authorship. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. have my own book. It's called Yespreneur, uh, which is still um, finishing editing it uh, so that I can bring it out to the world. This experience with Daniel, Mike, and Jeff, and Granny uh, has been, uh, for me, it's been like, oh, I didn't know that there was such thing that we can collaborate. And, you know, I can't wait to see what they all wrote and how we all came together. Cause I believe we all are somehow attracted each other together, you know, to, to, to bring this alive. And, um, I'm excited. It's, it's been, I don't know. I just want to get there already. I want to see it. I want to touch it. I want to be with you guys in person. And, uh, at, if whenever we get to meet again, and, uh, it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm super excited. Can you tell? <laughs> I can tell. Daniel, are you down with uh, the, the December 6th, 7th, 8th that we bring the whole uh, the tribe up to New York and we do the Times Square and have everyone celebrate there? We're going to make it happen, do as much as we can. I mean, okay. if people want to expedite this thing, we got QR codes that will go over and we can even invite somebody one in the audience. We already have a giveaway that we do we can talk about afterwards. So maybe we can add that into the fortitude. I love uh, when I look at this screen in front of me that we're doing a book called The Deca Diversity, and it's, it's about celebrating differences. And when you collaborate with differences, you've actually become a lot stronger. The synergy's off the charts. So I just love that you look at the screen and you see humanity. You see America. You see what we're supposed to be doing, which is working together, having a voice together, and respecting the fact that we're all different, but more importantly, celebrating it. So... That is so cool. So anything else you want to share about uh, what you want the reader to learn? So, yes, my chapter is basically on like me, where I came from and being in the military, being in the corporate world and also uh, transitioning into an entrepreneur and saying yes to 
whoever has that inside of them, that seed that's, that's inside of them to say yes to entrepreneurship and really uh, just helping anybody that is out there that wants or needs help in getting that started, um, whether it's any business at all or in real estate. Uh, I do many things in real estate from um, rehabbing homes to new construction, development. Um, I can teach that in my sleep, uh, which it's a it's a blessing from God. I, I don't have a. I went to school for IT and and a master's in organizational leadership, and I'm not doing anything in that. I'm actually doing real estate and co coaching others on how to utilize a tool, which for me was real estate, to have a trajectory in my life, and then everything that I learned in going going into military, going through all the training that I went through. Uh, I don't know why I did this to myself, but I went through enlisted, enlisted boot camp. I went through officer training boot camp. I went through survival boot camp. I went through why? Well, we I don't have, know why. Yesenia, we got to make sure. We got to make sure Granny gets a chance to talk. So uh, I want to transition over there, but I want to say just it's awesome that the military teaches us leadership skills and also how to solve problems, and that it's a natural fit to be an entrepreneur if you want to be one after serving. So let uh, Daniel, why don't you introduce uh, Granny, please? Last and certainly least is Granny Lisa Kraft. Um, she was in the service from 8084 Army. Beautiful story that she goes over and shares. And she's our veteran Granny that we all need. So let her share her wisdom. So where are you calling from, Granny? I think you're muted. There, there you go. we go. Hi. <laughs> Where are you coming um, from? I am in Montana, eastern Montana, in a small town called Miles City. Yes. And what did you share in your chapter? Well, I started off um, because, you know, I'm a little bit older than most people on this book. And so my journey started in 1980. And I got into the service to escape from my childhood and I wanted a future. I wanted something more than um, getting married. I was born and raised in Oregon. And so during that time period, there was the logging industry. So most women um, would get married to a logger, be barefoot and pregnant. And for some reason, I wanted to have more than that. So um, when the idea that I could possibly join the military, I jumped on it. And so that's when I went into basic. Um, now, because I was in such a small town, uh, my experiences are probably a little odd. But um, I had never seen a black person before. I've seen them on TV, but I had never seen one real life. So when I went to my duty station to uh, basic, I was at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And so there I had a awakening of culture um, differences. And um, it was very, 
I can laugh about it now, but it was very traumatizing because um, I went into, you know, the room that you stay in before you get to your unit. And um, there was a lot of black women and there was a lot of um, different things going on with their hair and their loudness, the way they spoke. And I just basically just stood in the doorway in shock. And uh, one girl came up to me and um, she said, what's the matter? Have you never seen a black person? And I was very innocent in certain things like that. And I answered honestly, no, I haven't. And so she took that opportunity to grab my hand and rub it on her forearm and said, see, it doesn't rub off or anything like that. And one um, soldier came over and rescued me. And she said, don't do that. She was answering honestly. You want her to have a bad Benny, impression? Benny, Benny we, we actually are getting the signal for us to close out the show. And I really wanted to make sure everyone gets to at least share one more thing. Oh. So. So we're going to just say, what's a quote you live by, Daniel? Uh, do not be transformed. I mean, do, do not be transformed by the world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. Jeff, and you are muted. Let's go to Mike. Uh, favorite quote is, of all the things you can be in this world, be useful. Awesome. Jeff? Leave people better than you found them. Granny? She believed she could, and she did. Yesenia? Healthy mind, wealthy life. And uh, I think we can do this very, very fast. Daniel, what, you, what is uh, your favorite place in America? Mm, let's see, Arizona. All right, Jeff. It's New Hampshire now. All right, Mike. My hometown, Superior, Arizona. We're going to be there. Granny? Yes, Arizona. Yesenia? Oh, I had to say Los Cabos. Well, we have this recorded and we're going to make sure there's links and there's some other questions I wanted to answer. And Granny, we're going to allow if you have anything else you want to type in the comments, but this show is going to be shared by a lot of people and we're going to make sure you get the uh, recording. This is Ken Rashawn on Amplified Voice America. And if you know any veterans that need to be on the show in the future or need to connect with Daniel, please connect with us so we can put you guys together. I'm looking forward to the next volume, Daniel, already. I mean, this is this is Grow to 52, right? We can do that. All right. Have a great week. Stay amplified. We'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.